Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. To the From the Finney podcast with me, Jake. Me, Dan. And me, Ollie. How are we doing, lads? Yeah, good. Thank you well, very man. much. This week, we'll cover what we know about R.O. Murich, the club having no bids on the table for Callum Robinson, um, no truth in the James Wilson or Keenan Davis links, according to the LEP. Pre season has finally begun, and we've got some questions from fans, and then we'll finish with our little guessing game. So, well, it's probably the best place to start. The fact that we've lost out on what was seemingly our number one goalkeeping target for the summer. Ari Muric. Have we lost out on him? It seems like it, doesn't it? A design for Forrest? Well, as good as, I would think. I think, it, I think it would take a miracle for it to yeah. change. I think it. I think there might be a miracle. Nope. Oh. Is this... Nope. Is this Ollie who withholding some information? Nah, I just believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing you do not strike me as it's a religious man. <laughs> nah, we have. I'm pretty annoyed actually that we have missed out on him. Yeah, yeah. It, it well, is. The, the whole thing's a bit weird with the with the forest thing. So obviously it's not done yet. But yeah, you would have thought that City would have known that O'Neill was going to get the chop. 100. percent they would have known 100%. But apparently the new lad from... I think he was at Nice, wasn't he? He wants the keeper. Uh, was he not at Wren? Oh, that was it, Wren. He wants the keeper who was at Wren on a yeah. free. So, I'm sure already... I saw this afternoon, though, that he hardly played at all. If yeah. It, if at all. <clears throat> so maybe he just wants him to come in as a number two if they've got Murich. Yeah. It sounds like it might be more of a club signing than an O'Neill signing. Yeah, some, something that we're party to as well yeah i don't know i don't know much about them do they have like a risdale figure who does their um does their stuff for them no idea to be honest so now haven't they got linked to george mendes though yeah that's the thing in it this year and last year but it sounds like it might be a club signing in which case it'll probably go through in the next couple of days which is very annoying from our our point of view because i mean i've said it to both of you in the past that it's a bit annoying that something like this has happened yet again. Um, I mean, I know my two examples that I'm going to mention didn't, when they eventually came here, didn't really set the world on fire. But when we're in League One, we were linked with Owen Doyle for for the whole of the January window, and then ended up losing out on him in the last few days, and he went to Cardiff. Yeah. Um, and then again, Stevie May. I think it was one summer we were linked with him quite heavily, and he ended up going to Chef Wednesday. Yeah, the only thing I'd say about those two is we were in League One at the time, weren't we? No, I think Stevie May, we'd just come up, hadn't we? Had we? E- oh. e- either way, like I said, you know, yeah. I-, I-, I acknowledge that they, as signings, they weren't ones that came in and set the world on fire, but... Yeah, the, te- the uh, Tendai Derrick Corn as well. 
Yeah, that's another one. Simon yeah. Grayson, that was his first year in, in the Championship with us. Apparently, apparently that just needed a signature and um, obviously ended up going to Burnley. But it sounded like with the Murich thing, we'd agreed it maybe a month ago. Um, and, and he was obviously on international duty. And mm. he, literally, he literally just needed a signature. And then sounds like Forrest have come along and just offered to pay more wages. Yeah. Um, which I'm surprised that City are that bothered about, really, because... I think we'd be a better club. Obviously, he's going to start every week. Mm. Well, so. what, I, what I thought about that was, um, I know it's a very different situation to what we usually have in terms of signing players that are on international duty, but I thought, do we not have the resources, if you like, to maybe send a representative out and get a contract signed at wherever he's based, whether he's in Kosovo, where he's from or whatever? No, no, then probably not, no. Well, I'm pretty sure Trevor Hemmings makes the players get a ferry to Ireland, doesn't he? So I'm not sure he's going to fly to Kosovo. And... Does he actually? Nah, does he fuck? But do you know what I mean? Fuck, you know, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what we should have done, Dan. You can't, you can't let a player, a player that ideal, fall through your hands like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, I it's mean, a... that, that's what that's what um, that's what I think Jake means in in terms of it's, it is a different situation with Murich in terms of it being done and them just offering more money and him being on international duty so we couldn't wrap it up or, mm. well, we assumedly couldn't wrap it up. But it's just simply the aggression and proactivity that we need to show with transfers. Yeah. Because um, we're not aggressive, we keep losing out on these players. And I mean, I know it turns out Doyle and May may not have been massive misses. Yeah. But, but, the, pretty, but the principle still stands. I'm pretty confident Murich is going to be one of the best keepers in the league, to be honest. Mm. next season so and it, it, it just would have been ideal but well obviously we're still going to sign a keeper mm. well that that's, that's the is. next question though isn't it we, we've I mean Maxwell to Hibs is it yeah Hibernia yeah. yeah and that'll take him to the end of his contract with us so unless for whatever weird reason he signs a new contract with us which I highly doubt he's no. never going to play for us again and I think it's been made pretty clear that the gaffer doesn't fancy Declan Rudd. Mm. Clearly, Hudson and Crow aren't up to it. And that just leaves Ripley, and he's got a bit of a question mark over his head because he came in and got injured straight away. So, yeah. you know, the, the next question is now, who do we move on to? Because we've, well, we've think, lost out on our number one target. You've got to look at Premier League loans because they are... Yeah. If you're at a Premier League club now as a kid, you've got to be a good keeper. So, yeah, there's, um, there's Jamal Blackman, who's not really a kid anymore. Chelsea. No, he's, he's he's 25, isn't he? Yeah, I think 25. So. He was at Derby a couple of seasons ago, wasn't he? No, you're uh, thinking of Nick Blackman, the striker. Yes, I am. <laughs> Obviously, they got the same surname. and uh, there's, uh, there's there's Christian Walton as well, who's at Brighton. I think he's 23. Been at Wigan for a couple of seasons. He's a yeah. big lad. He's 6 foot 5, just like Murich. Yeah, big lad. And then Freddie Woodman, who's quite young. I think you he's see- 20. The thing, the thing about Freddie Woodman is, he's still all right in terms of height, but he's only played a handful of games, and that was in Scotland. Other than, uh, has he has he been out on loan? I didn't know he'd actually yeah, been out. he. Yeah, he had spells. At, he had a spell at Crawley, and then he's been at um, a couple of Scottish clubs as well. But he's only played a little bit for both. Yeah, that'd be a risk. And then you've yeah, got. Um, I don't know if you lads saw, but this lad called Travers made his debut for Bournemouth. Yeah, against against Spurs, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And and he, had cheat. Yeah. yeah, he had a worldie. He looks like a good keeper. So, so, but apart, apart from that, the only other senior football he's played is a loan at Weymouth. Yeah, 
Yeah, so obviously it would be a risk, but yeah. Murich has never played football, has he? So I think I'd, I think I'd probably be happy with either Blackman or Walton. I'd quite again, I don't really know a lot about any of them, but well, Black, quite, Blackman, quite... um, Blackman's twenty-five, so he's not very young, but he's got a good amount of experience at senior level. So he played a full season at Ostersunds in Sweden. Yeah, uh, he's had a full year with Wickham, full year with Sheffield United, and went to Leeds last year, and but he broke his leg unfortunately yeah sounds, I think sounds, that... a bit, sounds a bit like Pickford's progression through the leagues before we signed him on loan yeah that'll probably take quite a lot of cash mm. so I don't know I think, but... I think to be honest most Premier League loans would though wouldn't they yeah mm. I'm thinking I'm just thinking of Nemecha last season obviously he's a striker same age as Murich he had big clubs after him so I don't know how we got that over the line in terms of wages so I don't know what's happened with the City thing. And obviously, you'd think, obviously, Newcastle with Woodman, Brighton and Chelsea, they'd all be on quite good wages as well. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. But it's it's quite annoying to miss out on him because Murich and then you got Bauer as well. They're both probably six foot four, six foot five. Yeah, it would have brought then, something that, would have met, that we definitely missed last season to yeah. the back. Yeah. Back five. Yeah, so stuff like that happens, but it's it's just annoying, isn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, boys, it's not a name that you've mentioned. I don't know if it's a name that might be realistic or not. Uh, Pontus Dahlberg from Watford, do you know him? Yeah, I know yeah. Um, I think I think, with, um, I think there's interest. I think there's interest in him. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, he's a 19-year-old Swedish keeper, just been capped by Sweden in the last few months. Well, I, at first team level? At, at, at senior level, yeah. Got his first cap. Hmm. Uh, went out on loan back to uh, Gothenburg, where they signed him from. That that sounds like a good shout, Dan. To be honest, I think yeah. I think someone else has mentioned him to me actually. And I, I like my I like my Swedes. Obviously, having lived there for a year, so mm. I keep I keep up with uh, young Swedish players. Yeah, so it just um just need to get summit sorted. Obviously, there's a month now to the season. Yeah, and we fly out to Ireland as well later this week, don't we? Yeah. Is it is it this week? Yeah. Is it? Uh, well, it won't be, be like, it won't be later this week because we're playing Brig on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Start yeah. next week maybe. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's another thing, by the way. Um, Forest have flown out to Spain or somewhere like two days ago. And obviously, yeah, and they've only got six keepers with them, aren't they? Well, it's yeah. it's it's not unheard of that a player flies out and joins a club at a training camp later. Mm. I I think there's a five percent chance, or maybe more, that we'll sign him. Well, oh, Greg, Greg Cunningham came to Ireland and joined us after yeah. after the fact when we signed him, didn't, didn't he? I don't remember, to be honest. Yes, I, I, I seem to recall it anyway. I could be wrong, but I seem is, to recall um, we Robinson... to Ireland and he joined us a couple of days later. Yeah, Has Robinson been back in training today? Uh, no, he's back in on Wednesday, I think. Is I, it? Uh, I, thought it, I thought he might be back today, back on Wednesday, yeah. Mm. which I think with him and Maguire coming in on Wednesday, there's probably a slim chance that we'll see them against Brig, maybe second half. Last. Yeah, maybe. He does like yeah, to give most players at least a run out. Yeah. But yeah, then with, a... the, with the second game coming against Cork, I suppose you could maybe say that they'd, they'd maybe get a bit longer there. But mm. yeah, I think that, bring, that brings us quite nicely onto the topic of Robinson, doesn't it? Yeah. Definitely does, and I think you can absolutely say that there's some uh, clever shit housery. Shit housery. 
Yeah, some clever wording going on, isn't there? Uh, yeah. We've mentioned in the past how the LEP seemed to just be the club's unofficial mouthpiece, um, which is understandable. Um, you know, I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I think with with them in the past sort of saying that we'd had an offer in for him and then obviously rejected it, and then the club this week coming out and saying that there were no bids on the table for Robinson. Um, it, I think, yeah, I think it's just some clever wording. That the most worrying thing about that situation for me is obviously he's made his mind up now that he wants to leave. Clearly, if his yeah. agents, his agents been busy this week, it's yeah. clear that it's clear that they're both pushing for a move, and it's clear that he's not going to sign the contract. Mm. But but the thing I'd say about that is even if his agent is angling for a move, if even if he's angling for a move, he's the type that I that I would never really worry about his performances if he does stay. Yeah. Like uh, similarly to like how Hugill his game didn't really drop even after he handed in a transfer request. Yeah. I think Robinson's the type to keep doing his best until he does eventually yeah. go. It's good. Yeah. Well, how relevant that'll be in terms of whether we actually keep hold of him through this transfer window, I doubt, but. The difference oh, yeah, this year I, is um, that the window shuts the first week of the season, doesn't it? Yeah. So if he goes, we'll need to get someone in ideally before he goes. So yeah. obviously the club will know the situation, obviously. Um, but it, it seems to be getting to the stage now where it's just dragging on a bit and there's no hope of him staying now, I don't think. No, I don't think there is either. Um, I, there's, there's, like you said, there's no question about the fact that he's going to be leaving at some point, whether it's yeah. for a, a relatively decent fee this summer or a slightly f- smaller fee in January or on a free at the end of the season. Mm. Whichever way you look at it, he's gone. I don't, I don't think we'll let it go to a free. I don't think nah. we'll, uh, it's I don't we'll, we'll probably offer him out in January if he's not gone by then. Yeah, I, I can't see a club of our size letting a £10 million player go for nothing. You just can't mm. see it. Well, No I matter how close we are to top six, top two, whatever. Hemmings definitely I think I think we'd have to be that. running away with the league title for him to stay. Yeah, and that doesn't happen in Jan, does it? So does yeah. oh. obviously the the um I think it was Sky Sports said about Norwich six million. Yeah. You'd be you'd want double that, wouldn't you, really? At least. Yeah. I think I think that was quite clear as well that other fans felt the same way, uh, in terms of what was on social media as well. Um mm. and there was there was a few we had a few replies on Twitter that were a little bit ridiculous, in my opinion. I think one one chap said, "Triple the initial offer, and then and then offer yeah, some players as well." <laughs> for some players as well, and I mean, yeah, Robinson's good, but I don't think he's sort of eighteen million pound plus a couple of Norwich players good. I think if he had three years on his contract, he would be. But obviously, he's only got twelve months, hasn't he? So well, that's that's the sticking point. Isn't yeah, it? That, yeah, yeah. Don't know, but obviously, he's back on Wednesday, so things might speed up then. Who knows? Yeah, but, I think, like you said, fingers crossed for the sake of it not dragging on all summer. Yeah, I think he's been linked to all three promoted teams, hasn't he? Now. Yeah. And then, obviously, Bournemouth, who look like they've moved on. Yeah, they so, have, not they? I've still got a feeling he might end up at Sheffield United. I think it'd be a, a good fit, to be honest. Mm. There or Villa. At Sheffield, he'd play up front, wouldn't he, because of their system? Yeah. yeah. At Villa, he'd play on the left. So, I hope he goes to Villa, me. Just... Don't know why. I just think it's the best fit, and I like Dean Smith. But 
get that get that Grealish Robinson link up back again. Yeah, but as Dan said, though he's a good character. Yeah. So he's yeah. not going to cause any trouble, is he? No. Even if his agent is. Is his agent I someone who's just done that one quickly on the agent thing? The the worry for me is that I think Jordan Story and uh, Ben Pearson or Ben Davis. There's definitely two more players in the squad who've got the same agent who mm. are both showing similar signs of potential. So that mm. I think the one worry for me is that if it if they both end up in a similar situation that that they've got twelve months left on the contract, they've improved a vast amount at the club. The yeah. you know, the last thing you want is is the agent fanning around again trying to get a move for their player. Yeah. I, I mean I understand it's in their benefit to do that, but it, How long has um how long has Ben Pearson got on his contract? Is it two years now? Two years, yeah. So it'll be he's, in the last... so, he's, so in this time next year he'll be in the Robinson situation. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the thing is, I, I would, I would agree that that's a bad thing. But I mean, the point I want to make is, it's just my concern that if we don't aggressively pursue transfers like Murich, then players like Robinson and in the future Pearson and Story and Ben Davis, they'll all eventually outgrow us if we don't build the team around them enough to actually start competing for realistic levels of competition for promotion. Yeah, I think that's part of. It's a double-edged sword. Like we buy the players that we buy, and then I think naturally they're going to develop into something better than us. Like Robinson's far too good for us. We're basically Just a natural, stone, aren't we? We are a stepping stone at the I moment. Know, yeah, I know it's annoying, but the only way you can't be is to get promoted. Really. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I know what you're saying, Dan. Obviously. Um, well, that's exactly what I mean. But I mean, realistically, we can't get promoted unless we start start pursuing these first choice transfers like Murich. Yeah, I think Bauer obviously was the first choice and we got him in. Yeah. So the Murich thing is very annoying though. But I mean get I mean getting one or two of our first choices in a transfer window isn't gonna be enough. We're gonna have to really nail our first yeah. choice for every position that we want to sign. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that happens. I know. But I mean well, that's I know, that's that's what it's gonna to take to get us promoted. I think obviously the the five five or six players that we've got back in now I think I'm going to do a piece um, about how I'd say we're probably in a top six going into the season as we are. No one signed anyone yet, have they, in the division? No, Bristol City have signed a few. Uh, Bristol City have had a go, actually, and uh, Stoke, but yeah, no one else. There's, there's not been much, though. I think, I'm no. sure I read the other day that there's maybe seven or eight clubs, only seven or eight clubs that have signed a new player. Yeah. It's um, obviously t- it's taken a while to warm up. And, but the thing is, it's I, I can't understand that because there's only a month now until it shuts. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an incredibly busy month. I think most of them signings as well have been free transfers mm. or um, signings from lower league. Yeah. It's been a bit of a weird summer, actually, when you think about it in football. Mm. Yeah, it's been very strange. I think, I don't know, maybe we're starting to see clubs as well having to be more cautious now. So the prob- there's a lot of clubs probably in for the same players. Obviously, Hugo be- being one of them. Mm. Uh, and I think as well, there's a lot more clubs that are treading close to the line in terms of the finances uh, yeah. that are going to have to start watching what they're doing. Like, we, we, well, we spoke about it today, that 
Um, like you mentioned with the piece that you're going to do, Ollie, that there's there's loads of clubs that are going to lose key players or, mm. or or have already lost key players. Yeah, I think um, to go out with the with the with the money and and splash loads of cash on bringing in adequate replacements. Yeah, that kind of links into obviously what Dan was saying. You need to go for your first choice. So if we can get even two or three of them in, as well as Bauer, and then with the fixtures we've got in the first kind of six six weeks, we can make like a decent statement early on rather than playing catch up. Yeah. Definitely. So the next month is so important, and I think obviously Alex Neil knows that, and the club know that, but they're just we're not being linked to players. I don't know if it's just quiet or the club are just keeping everything really quiet. Mm, maybe obviously that that takes on to the James Wilson and Keenan Davis. Well, I think just quickly Edison. before you go on to that, it, yeah. with Robinson, um, like you said, it's dragging on a bit. You'd like to think that the club have got replacements in mind. Um, mm. And, I know my replacement. And ideally, you'd want that person in before Robinson leaves. Um, yeah, yeah. And if you could have your way, Ollie, I think, well, me and Dad know who it would be. Yeah. The thing is, people will want someone with championship experience, don't want they? Are you, you going to leave the listeners waiting? Are you not going to tell them? No, I'll leave them waiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. little Talk tease. <laughs> nah, I, I'm not sure people will have even heard of him. But um, Ashley Hunter from Fleetwood, yeah, 23 years old, plays on the left, cuts inside on the right, can play up front, he's mobile, he's quick, he can shift inside, make space for a shot. Creates a lot um, of goals. Yeah. yeah, he scores and assists as many. I think he got maybe 10 goals, 12 assists last season. Yeah, um, good numbers. And I think Blade Analytic on Twitter, if you know him, so, yeah, obviously does all the stats and I think only two under 23s had a higher XG in XA last season so and I think the club have an active interest in him as well from what I've heard so it, it, uh, yeah it'd be nice to to see a player like that come in someone who's mm. got some good numbers to him he's a cracking player but he just doesn't fit the experience box but yeah. I that'd be a typical PNE signing, and it'd be a very, very good signing. That mm. I'm not sure how much it costs to be honest, but I can't see it being over a couple of million. Might might break the record. So um, let us know what you think of that suggestion, because it's the best suggestion anyone said all week. In your in your own humble opinion. <laughs> in my humble in my humble opinion, yeah. Moving on to sort of attackers and forwards, we've obviously been linked with. Uh, 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 James Wilson and Keenan Davis. Yeah. Which the LEP have come out and denied. Or well, they, played, they've not played it down. It. They haven't straight up denied it. Yeah, they've, 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 yeah, they've played it down, haven't they? Yeah, and you, usually if they even acknowledge an incoming rumor, that's at least proof that it's been talked about behind the scenes. Yeah. I think um, I'm not sure about Keenan Davis, but I think there was definitely contact with James Wilson. Mm. Which is which is not very inspiring. No, really. But um, and and again, it's another one that he, he fits the bill of a typical North End signing. Well, I don't I don't know about that really. Yeah, I don't know about that actually either. Uh, well, I mean, he ticks one big box. He's on a free. Oh, yeah, but he's he's not. But, really but he's also but he's also not very young. Yeah. True. Not, yeah. not very experienced, especially for his age. Yeah. He's um 
what's the word? Shit. He's, he's old news. He's old news, really. <laughs> oh. he's, um, I think his reputation carried him for too long, and now he's probably going to go back to the SPL. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't even his reputation, was it? It was well, just United, weren't it? Yeah, the reputation of the club that he came through the academy of. And it didn't have one good season somewhere, like one good breakout season somewhere. Yeah. No, no. United, never... Well, he had, he had, he had the, the year before he signed a professional contract with United, he scored a lot of goals in their youth team. Ah, that's maybe what it is then. And, and, and everyone was like, oh, he's the next big thing. And then. In, in typical United fan fashion. Yeah. Yeah. He was very much like, um, yeah, Mercedes and yeah. Yeah, I think he's been unlucky. Has he and, had a, and you, Josh Harrops. <laughs> he's, had a, he's had a leg break, hasn't he, I think? Or in, in fairness, Josh Harrop did something in the United first team. Yeah, no, he did. That that was a joke. So anyone listening, please don't get offended by that. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, There'll be a few. Definitely avoid him. It's just weird how the LEP have um, come out and denied that. Mm. So. Like, 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 like we said before, though, they, they seem to be like, the club's unofficial mouthpiece and like the way that they, they with the Murich thing, it was all over social media and the forum like the day before they posted about it, saying that the, like the deal was off, he was off the forest, and then like half a day or a day later, the LAP were like, oh, North End have just inquired. It's like trying yeah. to put the whole thing down. Like, yeah, um, things travel quite fast on uh, Twitter, don't they? Oh, yeah. So they were sure. probably about two weeks behind that. So it's just strange. Well, I know, for, I, they I know haven't, the, um, club, the club read Twitter. Of course they do, yeah, but the, the LEP haven't um, categorically denied the interest in Hugo. No, they haven't. Which is very important. Do you know what? That is, that is killing me. I want us to just get it done. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Dan. For any they, listeners that don't know, we, me, me, Ollie and Dan have got a little group chat on Facebook and all, Ollie just keeps dangling little bits in. Just <laughs> And he, he, yeah, basically, Dan wants Hugel. I had heard that Hugel was on the M6 last week, <laughs> which is quite probably true because it's a very common travel way for anyone going north or south. That is true. So it, I never it stopping him for a KFC at Charlotte Richard Services. And apparently, someone saw him at um, Starbucks in Deepdale, uh-huh. which they definitely didn't. But living it up. Make sure you're free on Friday, Dan, because that could be the day. Uh, I'm probably teaching. This is the new Nugent, isn't it? It yeah, is definitely the new Nugent. Uh, Obviously, we don't get Hugel. The um, the the LEP have denied the Keenan Davis, but in terms of profile, he's very similar to Hugel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when you're looking at a striker, it's clear to see Alex Neal wants strength, pace, and genuine mobility. Yeah, some um, power as well. And they're few and far between. Obviously, Nemetra was another. Oh, lads, well, I, mean, I mentioned Clayton Donaldson as a joke in the group chat the other day. Yeah, no thanks. It's not even <laughs> worth joking about that, Dan. It's just, no. Nah, I'm not going to sweep it under the carpet there. Uh, but yeah, he made six appearances in the league and one in the playoffs against West Brom last season. And a lot of fans will immediately jump to the well, he's not scored any goals, blah, blah, blah. But like you said, Ollie, he seems to be. A bit of a grafter. Um, well, everyone has their breakout season somewhere, don't they? The thing I'd say about strikers with strength, pace and mobility, if you had a striker with all those and a striker who was prolific, they'd be in the Premier League. Mm. So yeah. you can't... You, obviously, Hugo scored his fair share, but he's not like a natural 
prolific striker. It's the same. Anyone like that's the same, I think. If you can get a good partner for Hugo and put him in a system that works. Well, that's what we had with Maguire, like yeah. tucked in off the left. That was perfect. Um, and the the match was the same. He had all the physicality, had the pace, mobile, but he just wasn't a natural scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll come for Metro, though. To be, I fair. think that's I that'll, think that's that'll, that'll come. Yeah. The most frustrating about North End is that in the last few years we've had all the ingredients, but we've never had them all at the same time. Yeah, it's it's just so hard to find at this level. Mm. Tammy Abraham is probably the only striker I can think of who's got strength, pace, mobility, and just bags for fun. I can't think of any other striker at this level. So it's it's obviously we're, we're shopping in a very small market. Very. But obviously the LEP said, what did they say last week? We'd offered a contract, or we're in talks with someone. Who's rejected a contract? I think it was it not that we'd met with someone who'd also who was out of contract but had also been offered fresh terms from his current club. Yeah, so or something an, op- like that. Uh, an interesting option who fits that bill is Basala Sambu, who I'm pretty sure ninety nine. Is that the kid from Everton? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure no one's heard of him, but he rejected a contract at Everton. He fits in with what the LEP said. He's a striker. He's mobile, he's quick, he's strong, and I think he scored like 15 last season in the under-23s. Mm. So that could be something to keep your eye on like in the next couple of weeks. Like, like you mentioned in the group chat, one thing we've not had for a while is like a young striker, like an actual prospect to really take, take in and develop as our own. Yeah. Like we, seem to see, we seem to have done that with defensive players a lot recently, but not really with forwards. Yeah. And midfielders as well. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously with like Alan Brown and... The the last the last striker we brought in like that, and I could be missing someone here, but was David Nugent signed him for from Berry at eighteen years old and people yeah. people will say um Connor Simpson, but he was how old was he seventeen? Yeah, yeah but, he, but he was he was signed for the youth team really. Wasn't yeah, he? he's nineteen now, isn't he? So yeah, but that'd be um a bit of a left field one. Um, yeah, not a bad shout. Like you said, he ticks the boxes in terms of what the LEP have said. Yeah, um, so we'll have to see, but I'm not I'm not quite sure who that player is who they're talking about. Mm, and then there's been there's also been links with uh, Mahoney as well. Yeah, uh, um, I think Grayson tried to sign him the summer. I think it might have been the summer that he was leaving. We were interested when he was still at Blackburn. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, well, I had a spell. Where was he? Birmingham last season. Yeah, on loan from yeah. Bournemouth, wasn't he? Yeah, and there was talk. That Millwall had agreed to sign him for like two million, two point five million this summer. Yeah, but so that, haven't they just signed Jamal Lowe as well? No, I think they're interested. I'm not sure they signed him. Oh, I just thought it'd gone through. Um, but the, obviously Mahoney fits the bill as well in terms of having a bit of experience. He's got mm-hmm. two seasons at this level, I think, Still and, and previous interest. Yeah, and he's yeah he's previous interest, and he's only twenty two still. So that might be one. But he'd probably be three, four times more expensive than Ashley Hunter. Um, but that's another one. Obviously, his his move to Millwall hasn't gone through for whatever reason. So yeah. we, uh, might have, we might have snuck in with a bit of late interest. I was going to say, I'm sure it was a, a journalist local to Millwall that reported that we were the, another club interested in him as well. Yeah. I've definitely so, seen yeah, be something like, in that stuff on their end on Twitter about it. But I don't know if they're like actual journalists or what, but 
Mm, yeah. But there's obviously a reason that's not gone through. So maybe there is. Maybe we. Maybe we've. I don't know. Mm. Come out. Come out. Um, Didn't we do point. that to someone last year where they had yeah. someone? They had they had someone pretty much wrapped up, and we came in and. Um. Last no, no, not with Millwall, but with somebody else. Wasn't it Matt, yeah? He was all pretty much set to go to Villa with Steve Bruce. He'd met with Steve Bruce. and Yeah, that, that really... Oh, was... yeah, that was it, yeah. Yeah, and then we came out of nowhere and... Um, yeah. Kind of... Yeah. So, um... we do that sometimes, you know, don't we? Um, uh... Obviously, Bauer was known about two or three days before. But sometimes we pull off the odd, like, out of nowhere signing. Mm. So if, know... only we sh- if only we showed that impetus with players we identified from the start. Yeah, uh, even with Murich though, it's we not... knew about Murich before the end of last season. So yeah, some some strange. things get out and some things don't. It's just strange, isn't it? Yeah. Pre-season's finally here. The players are all back and we're like just over a month away from the start of the season. Um, <laughs> yeah. We still haven't announced all our pre-season games. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's still one to go, isn't there? Still waiting on that. I think. I think the club are just forgetting that we're meant to have a game then, and they're just going to sack it off. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Because who, who hasn't? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, I suppose it would have been announced by now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't we forget. <laughs> I think that game's meant to be in three weeks. Yeah. Was it not? A, was it not the Tuesday night game that one? Yeah, Tuesday after the Southampton game. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that that's a bit. I don't know if that's a concern or not, but it's just shocking from the club, isn't it? It's, so, whether it's a concern or not, like you said, however you look at it, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Neil won't be happy with that, will he? So, no. It's just shit, really. Announce you, girl, and announce pre-season friendly. Happy fans. And announce the return of the red kit. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. I like that red kit. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah, just, I thought it was quite smart. Just very, very weird. I just want to see Ben Pearson in it. I think it would have looked nice in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's um, an With actual that Dan Wheeler-esque that, haircut. Yeah, that that's a club decision that because no one's bought the new kit. Do you know sure. what? Right after right after I finished uni, when I was, I mean, I'm not not in the best shape now, but when I was at my heaviest, just after I left uni, I was about to get the train down to Birmingham where my girlfriend's from to see her while she was still living down there. It was the weekend we beat Birmingham three one at their place. I got a picture with some of the lads at, um, at Preston train station, and I got a few comments like, "Oh, Ben Pearson's put on weight." Isn't he? Uh. I re- I recall seeing that on Twitter. Yeah. I recall seeing that as well. <laughs> if only you were as good at football. Oh, ah, might be. Might might be an undercover talent. Mm. Late late blooming gem at the age of twenty three. Twenty four by the time the new season rolls around. Yeah, we've seen Pearson in yellow, but it would have been nice to see him in red as well. Yeah. We'll have to see him in green again, which is fine with me. Because did we lose in that green kit? I don't think we lost, did we? As long as as long as we see him in an off end kit for as long yeah. as possible, that's I'm fine. Pretty, pretty sure he'll still be here. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Um, hopefully, the weather's nice on Saturday, and just looking forward to seeing a few of the players: Harrop, Bowden, yeah, Barkey, yeah, Hughes. Just, just- Good to get forty back, isn't it? Yeah. Very good. It's always it's always a nice day as long as it doesn't surprise us and piss it down. Yeah, which it has done a couple of times in the last few years when I've been at Brig. Yeah. But nah, just decent-ish weather. Football's back. Get some beers on the go. Sorted. Happy days. Good, good times are back. Exactly. Yeah, and then um, 
Cork on Monday, is it? And then do we play Fleetwood on the Friday after? Yeah. So, oh, and then we'll... Going thick and fast, don't they? Yeah, and then before so we know it... I thought there was like a week's wait between games. Yeah. Obviously, in every game, obviously, but like after break. Well, yeah, there isn't in terms of games played, but for us there is because of the, the court game and obviously it's in Ireland. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that leads us nicely into a break, boys. Nice. Nice one. Nicely. Welcome back to part two from the Funny Podcast. Uh, we've got a new feature this week, so we're going to answer a few questions that we've put onto Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So the first question's from our most loyal fan, Useless45 on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure you're not useless, Angie, because you're always getting involved. So the question is, due to work on the training ground pitches at Springfields, including a new fibre sand base under the grass, does this sound like the death knell for the new training ground or is it just a temporary upgrade until the new facilities are built? And that, that's a great question, to be honest, because I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, so, um, and I've, I've, I've heard about the new base under the main pitch, I think it is, at Springfields. Yeah. Um, Which uh, looks incredible, by the way. Yeah, it does. Shout out to the groundsman, Pete Ashworth, is it? Yeah. That, it Shout looks, out Pete um, Ashworth. Yeah, it looks very good. Uh, yeah. Great question, Angie. I don't think it does sound the death knell for the new training ground, mm. just because there's already been a lot of outcry about the lack of movement on it. And I think if they were to come out and say anything, that well, I don't know, because the lack the lack of sort of movement and noise from the club on the training ground at the minute is starting to piss a lot of people off anyway, considering yeah. how much the, the club leveraged fans for getting it passed yeah and it was so it was such a big moment in the community as well it created created such a buzz yeah it'd just be a shame if it fell by the wayside really it it felt almost at least to me at the time like it had brought a bit of unity to the community yeah in, in preston and bringing preston fans together which is mm. if you're a preston fan of anything over sort of five six years then is it's a bit of a novelty to be honest yeah Especially, especially when they started talking about building a good amount of uh, living space and yeah. uh, houses, because I, I, I was I was well up for getting myself a little two bed semi on Patrick Adjumang Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. that's that's the other thing why fans feel a bit aggrieved is that it's starting to feel like it's just been a bit of a ploy from the owner to get planning permission passed for his property developments. Yeah, yeah. I've not heard anything about obviously. Watch it, end up being, watch it end up being a massive stables for resources. Well, mate, they're missing a few of them around here, to be fair. But I've not heard anything about it being cancelled or anything. But um, the last thing I heard was that the plans had been scaled back quite quite a lot in terms yeah. of the, spe- the spec. Um, but it was going to be not, nothing really like what had originally been planned. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously they've not even started. Were they meant to move in this summer? Originally, was it, 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 was meant, it was meant to be ready for this season, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they've not even started building it. So, 
Them damn notes. Um, yeah, that that's uh, that's yeah, that's Yelly P getting involved again, peddling that Newts headline. I'm pretty sure there's no Newts in existence in Preston, but um, but I don't know. I don't know. I think no I think idea. one one thing to note, I think for the the new base under the main grass pitch at Springfields, is there possibly a link there to the audit that we had on the injuries? That's the only thing I was going to say because. I've been down to Springs a few times. Pitch looks very good. Well, it did look very good, but obviously you got um, a few players have just caught, got caught in the turf. Yeah, because yeah. Bowden's injury was at training at Springies last summer, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Seemingly so, innocuous. That might be a factor. Yeah, I suspect. Uh, it, well, I mean, I mean, training in some way definitely had an impact on the likelihood of our players to get injured, whether they got injured there in actuality or not. Yeah. The, the one thing they all had in common is where they trained with their club. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think that. I think the, the well, I mean, I mean, all all jokes aside, I wouldn't be too worried about there being a direct correlation between the training ground being fully scrapped and this new um, this new base layer or whatever it's called. Because uh, I mean, it might just be a case of club just keeping up conditions at the training ground yeah. just so that, just so they're fit for use. Whether it's to do with the training on or injuries or not, yeah, yeah. So yeah. To, to answer Angie's question, I don't think um, it's not the death of of the new training ground, but I think it obviously says that we'll be staying here for a couple of seasons at least. Yes, definitely. Um, I can't imagine it was cheap to do what they've done. So yeah, exactly. So they get a bit of use out of it, and then I think are the are the youth players staying there when we are supposed to leave? Yeah, because they're at U Clan at the so, moment, aren't they? Yeah, that's all. That's obviously just public public use as well yeah that's so, bad for the championship isn't it eh? that's bad for the championship isn't it using a, a local uni for your youth team yeah definitely but anyway the next question that we're gonna um try and answer as best we can is from <clears throat> excuse me is from uh, tom colston i think i'm saying that right on instagram uh who's asked how many players do you see us signing this summer um for me I th- I think we probably need on top of Bauer another three or four coming in. I'd say we probably need four, but I reckon we might only sign two. Two? Jesus! Yeah. Nah, I've just, I've, I've just got I've just got a feeling we'll be left wanting. Maybe I think we'll sign four or five. I think we might even sign five. But... I love your optimism, Ollie. Well, we'll sign a keeper. We'll sign a winger. We might sign two. We'll sign a striker, and then depending on. Any outgoing activity, we might sign another midfielder. But, but uh, yeah, to uh, answer the Tom, question, I'm, I think four at least. Another four, or including Bauer for An- another four, yeah, another four. So I, I'm I'm gonna say we need four. I think we'll sign two, maybe three at a push. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. I think I think we probably need another four, but I think we'll sign maybe two or three. Uh, I think we'll have. I think we'll have. By the time we're back from Ireland, I think we'll sign. One, maybe two. Because well, I, I think we're going to sign a goalkeeper specifically, and I think we're going to sign a attacker who can play on the wing and as a striker. Yeah, I feel I feel like. Nah, we'll sign a specialist striker, no doubt. We Do need to. Yeah, we will. We will. I yeah, but we've been, we've been we've been saying we need to for the last two yeah. years. His name's Jordan, and he's uh, he's <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous Jordan. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, there's no way we'll only sign two more. If we do, there'll be riots from Dan. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
So last questions from Sam Whedon on Facebook. Honest, depending on the amount of money going around the championship, is it sustainable and should North End be doing similar? Um, so I'm guessing he means should North End be spending unsustainable amounts of money? Well, I, I mean, if we if we were to match the money that's being spent by other clubs, it would mean probably breaking financial fair play rules. Yeah. And, to answer I the mean, first part of the question, though, yeah. What's your honest opinion on the amount of money going round? I think it's quite good for P&E because I think now we're starting to see clubs have to be very careful. Um, yeah, I think it's a bit of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because I, I completely agree with what you said, Ollie, but then on, on the other hand, you're going to get fans that don't look at it that way and just go, well, if we don't do what the rest of the leagues do, and then we're going to be shit and we're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But if you look at the league, probably in the last two, three, four years, you'd say probably 15, 18 teams have spent a lot more than us. And only three teams can go up. Yeah, true. So you're looking at now 12 plus teams, they're going to be really tightening tightening their finances. Mm. Um, so I think well, it's it's obviously not sustainable, and I think it's a good thing now for us. Yeah, I think uh, in, in, the, in, in the same way that you'd call it a double-edged sword, it also sort of becomes a no-lose situation for us because, with with the greatest of respects, screw the fans if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's no respect in that comment, Dan. No. There's no respect. <laughs> well, well, what what what? It's like starting a sentence with, I don't mean uh, no offense, but <laughs> yeah, you know you're clearly going to be offended. Well, well, no, what I mean is um, the fans that will complain about us not spending the amount of money are the type that aren't really going to be happy unless we succeed all the time. Yeah, true. And, We've got plenty of them. And we can't um, we can't realistically be expected to keep up like for like with the amount of money being spent. So if we do stagnate because we can't keep up with the money, it's not realistically our fault. The one because, thing I would we're, say... Because we're not bringing in the amount of money. Yeah. To be able I to think yeah. Just just before you say anything, Ollie, to counter that, I think th- th- I think there's a level above what we're doing, which is still below what the rest of the league's doing. Mm. I 100% agree. The thing I was going to say was you've seen Millwall. Uh, I think Dan mentioned before they had interest in Jamal Lowe. Yeah. Two and a half mil for, for two and a half Mahoney for two and a half, mm. um, and they're well, the kind they're the kind of fees that you've probably got to pay now. Mm. Yeah, but. I mean, what I'm talking about is we we can't raise that sort of money naturally. The way we could realistically spend that money is getting it out of Trevor Hemmings and whatever your opinion is on what he does. Like, I know he spends what five million a year on wages and such like, but realistically, his money is the only way we're going to be paying out that sort of transfer fees because we're not getting it from ticket sales or merchandise, are we? No, but surely you could say the same about Millwall. Yeah, in fairness, I think we've spent five million in the last eighteen months. Yeah, which for so, us is quite a lot. And obviously, Bauer. Obviously, it was a free transfer, but the wages on Bauer will be quite decent. So we're definitely like moving in the right direction. Mm. Um, well, I mean, we're spending more money than we were five years ago. But yeah, even we're spending more money than we were two years ago as well. But it's just a uh, case of whether, like, our increases going to be enough I suppose is the question that we yeah. posed but 
Well, I think to answer the second part of Sam's question, no, I don't think it is sustainable. Um, you saw toward the end of last season the amount of clubs that were coming out in the press as having new, well, some pretty serious financial issues on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, so on the whole, no, I don't think it is sustainable unless, yeah. and I think there has been talk of this happening, unless the TV deal for the championship, well, the football league, is restructured and there's more money put into it. If yeah, but then Leeds, Leeds will get 75% of that money anyway. Yeah, yeah, true. But if that happens, then obviously there's going to be more money available for clubs to spend. Yeah. Yeah. To answer the last point to Sam, I think we should just keep doing what we've been doing. But obviously, naturally, you have to start spending a bit more. Obviously, Pots was a bit more than what we usually do. Stockley, Story. Um, and then if we're going to sign a striker, it's probably going to be similar. Yeah. Similar, similar sort of fees. Um, so the, the trajectory is looking positive, then, isn't it? Yeah. And the, yeah. the thing, the most important thing is as well, we've probably got 15, 15, 16, 17 players who Neil likes and they're good championship players. Mm. I'm not sure how many other clubs have that this summer in particular. So we've, I'd say we've got a head start on a lot of clubs. Just need yeah. that extra bit now. Well, you're going to be putting your heart and soul into a piece for the website about that, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, I'm quite positive, to be fair, about... Obviously, the Murich thing's annoyed a lot of people, but... Um, Shit happens, doesn't it? Yeah. So, wouldn't yeah. be a North End window without some fans being upset. No, exactly. And it wouldn't be a North End window without a... Are we going to break our transfer record or not? <laughs> I suppose we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Um... I right. suppose, it, like, I've, I've, I've said I'm, like, not one of the people that bothers about it anymore. I definitely used to be. But there will there will definitely be that sort of interest when it does happen for me, yeah, I reckon. Definitely. Because I'll just I'll, be like, oh, that, that's finally happened. Maybe people will shut up about it. <laughs> I couldn't care less, me. I honestly could not care less. It, it'll be one of them that when it happens, people immediately find something else to start moaning about. So. Oh, but, but the thing is, it's going to happen now, obviously, it's going to have to happen because of inflation, but that doesn't mean that the players are going to be. He's going to be a better player. Yeah, if you know what I mean. So it's it, just it's just going to be that the, what we the, would the market pay. is completely distorted now. So it doesn't matter how much you pay for players; it just does not matter anymore. There's players that we could probably buy for two million, which would break our break our transfer record. Who wouldn't make it into the first team? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So it's all a bit of a gamble, but I like the way we're doing it. Yeah. yeah, just need that little bit more. I agree, we need that little bit more. Yeah. Um. Right, Dan. It's time to step up, son. Yeah. So we'll we'll head into the unnamed feature slash guest the player slash whatever the hell you want to call it. Are we just going to end up calling it guest the player? Cause, yeah, I mean, but that's but... a shit name. Guess who? Uh, mate, uh, again, shit name. Well, I mean... I know it, it is what it says on the tin, but... Yeah, I was going to say. We'll go with that for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's better than consistently referring it to referring to it as as yet untitled. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, right, I'll just run over the rules then for anyone that may have forgotten and more importantly for you ollie yeah go on then um so it's one guest per person per clue 
Um, you have to say stop before you shout your clue out. And if you're going to guess, it has to be the full name. So it has to be the first name and the last name. Okay. And if we call it at the same time, if we both say stop at the same time, it's up to Dan to choose who goes first. Or me if it's me or you if it's you, Ollie. Okay. All right. So over to you, Dan. Right. I have my player of choice. So clue number one. Start. Sorry? I said that's a good start. Spit it it out, Dan. Steve Harvey doesn't get this kind of treatment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who Steve Harvey is. Never mind. (laughs) Right. Clue number one. He was he was born in Bristol on October the eighth, nineteen eighty four. Mm, okay. So he's thirty five. Thirty four, yeah. Thirty four. Okay. I was gonna say Matt Hill, but he's older than that. Sorry if you're listening, Matt. Outed as being older than you are. Yeah. How embarrassing. He'll kill me. For that <laughs> Uh, clue number two. Uh, he began his career and made his breakthrough at Bristol City. Is this Matt Hill? It is not Matt Hill. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. Uh, clue number three. His middle name's a colour. His middle name's a colour? Yeah. Jesus. Not purple, is it? No. Um, no idea. Uh, clue I've number- got someone, but I'm going to hold off. Uh-huh. Clue number five. He last played in 2014. 2014. Stop. Go for it. Is it Jamie McAllister? It is not. Oh, it's fuck. a good. Sh- it's a good shout though. To be fair. Okay. I just know he played at Bristol City for quite a while. Yeah. No. No idea. So, clue number six. He last turned out for Hayes and Yedding Football Club, or mm. Yeading, or whatever it's pronounced as. Stop. This could be completely wrong. Paul Hayes? No. Okay. Uh, clue number seven. He's a right-footed winger. Or was. He's not officially retired yet. But he last played five years ago, so. That's very specific. So he, he retired when he was quite quite young? He retired, he, he retired when he was 29, yeah. Oh, I don't know. No. The fact know. that you've said he's a right-footed winger... I don't know if that's a. He was a right winger and you're trying to throw us off, or if he was a left winger. Then. Uh, no, it's because I know he was right-footed, but I genuinely cannot remember which side he played on. Oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> now, yeah, next one. Right, number eight. He moved to PNE after a short loan with Hereford United. Oh my gosh! Come on, give us a year. Uh, that would have been in 2006. Oh, oh Jesus. This is still no, early. no, two thousand five, rather. Sorry. This is still early in my in my PNE career. So two thousand and five, a winger from Bristol. Stop, Jake. Is it Lewis Neal? It's not. Nah. He's a left-footed left winger. Yeah, it was. Uh, so number nine, he was on the books for four years, but made less than ten appearances for the club. Oh, stop! 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 Alone, stop, stop! Joe, any answer? Yes. Oh, oh fucking hell! I thought I had you. I thought Jeez. I had you there. I got onto clue nine as well. 
I don't know what I don't know what triggered that, but I was gonna say, where did that come from? I don't know. It just it just, um, just came from nowhere. That fucking yeah. hell. Famous for spending most of his time on the ground. Yeah, oh, that was I think one, that. The, the, the ten appearances in four years gave it away. Yeah, yeah. I would. I my, 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 my last clue was uh, loaned out to Barry Carlisle crew in Brighton. That wouldn't have helped me at all before joining no, Carlisle either. And then uh, the club he played for the most in his career were Bristol Rovers, the rivals of his boyhood club. Still wouldn't know. I for, just, whom, that... for whom he made 62 appearances, so a bit of a journeyman. Mm. Yeah, I, I would. You could have literally said his first name is Joe, and I still wouldn't, I guess. <laughs> Shout out Joe Annie sir, if you're listening. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to know if he is. <laughs> something something tells me he's not, but um, no, I don't think so. Shout out. Yep. Yeah. Nice one. All right, cheers, boys. Oh. Good to do that. Enjoyed yeah, that one, Dan. Yeah, good one, that. I'll get All you right. one, though. I've got a good yeah. one next week, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for uh, listening to episode five of the From the Finney podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and hopefully we're getting better every week. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you should also now be able to tell your Google Home, if you have one, that you want to listen to the From the Finney podcast, and it'll play the latest episode. Um Google, play from the Finney. No, you got to say, hey, Google. Hey, Google. <laughs> nah. Oh, you've just activated mine. Yes. <laughs> this is a very embarrassing way to end, boys. So. Yeah. Um, you can also keep in touch with us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You just need to search for From the Finney and you'll find us. And don't forget to check out the website, which is www.fromthefinney.co.uk for all of the content that we'll be publishing throughout the season from the numerous writers that we've got, um, all of whom hopefully we'll be getting on the podcast at some point. So, yeah, uh, stay in touch on social or wherever, and we'll see you in the next episode. See you later, boys. Nice one. See See you, you later. See you later. See you later.